0: Is God still listening? This is a three-part podcast exploring the Christian perspective on contemporary societal topics, brought to you by Royal Holloway's Christian Union.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Royal Holloway's Christian Union's, our second podcast in this series. Today we will be discussing the topic of God in isolation and loneliness and I'm delighted to welcome Gemma Gordon with us today and Gemma, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah. Hi, my name is Gemma. I am
0: originally from a little village in Northern Ireland called Annalong, hence my funny accent. But I now live in Cardiff. I came here to study occupational therapy nearly six years ago. Um, I worked alongside the Christian unions for 10 months after I finished uni, and now I work as an occupational therapist. So I'm currently on an oncology and haematology ward, but I have... Uh, worked for a year in a crisis mental health team so feel quite passionate about the subject of isolation and loneliness and kind of what impact that has on our lives.
1: Amazing. I imagine since the pandemic began, you've been seeing many people suffering from loneliness. Can you tell us some more about this? Mm,
0: Yeah, I think loneliness and isolation is a massive topic that's so relevant at the moment in COVID life. And I think it's safe to say that everyone listening today has probably had um, some experiences of loneliness and isolation over the time of this pandemic. And yeah, I think, you know, working in a crisis mental health team, I worked there until October just gone. And um, You know, we've seen lots of people coming in with severe anxiety and low mood, and even like self-harm and things like that as a result of kind of being isolated and lonely and not having, yeah, interaction with other people. Um and even just getting the help that they need that is usually there because i think a lot of services even volunteer services that kind of reach in and help out with people when they're feeling lonely and isolated have kind of had to stop due to restrictions from the government so it's definitely such a relevant and real issue that a lot of us are dealing with and i actually before kind of coming on here i looked up some facts and things from news articles and different foundations and actually found that um the Mental Health Foundation completed a survey in late November which found that one in four adults in the UK said they had feelings of loneliness and isolation um, and they found that these feelings of loneliness and isolation are kind of higher in people who are um, unemployed full-time students so I guess most of you guys listening to this podcast um, fall into that category in single parents and the Guardian also uh, carried out some research that found that um, you know, students were saying things like my mental health has never been worse. Um, I just feel so lonely. So, yeah, you know, coronavirus and the topic of loneliness and isolation is um has a massive effect on our mental health. Um, And often when we struggle with our mental health, we struggle to kind of talk about it and we isolate ourselves even more. And so this chain reaction continues. Loneliness and isolation are real things. They're things that kind of come with big feelings. Feelings of deep sadness, feelings of being unseen, feelings of being left out, feelings of insignificance and maybe even feelings of thinking, what is the point to life? And I guess some of you guys might have come with preconceptions about how a Christian might answer this question. But I think it's important for you all to know listening that actually, even as a Christian, someone who... Um, loves God and follows Jesus I also struggle with the issue of loneliness and isolation take for example back in May last year when I was so upset felt so alone missed my friends my family my church my normal life and spent a number of nights kind of crying to my mum over FaceTime to my small group um, on Zoom and even crying myself to sleep and yet in the midst of these big feelings that I had I have found a real peace a real hope and a real joy by trusting in the God of the Bible.
1: Yeah, I hope that answers your question. It does. Um, we live in the midst of so many social media platforms nowadays, but what effect do you think this has had on people's loneliness?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I guess, you know, social media is a wonderful thing. I love social media. I love Instagram. I love Facebook. I love that I can uh, connect with friends and family kind of across the world. I have two older brothers. One of them used to live in San Francisco and then in Hong Kong. So kind of that allowed me to see him. My other brother has just had a little baby. So yeah, social media has allowed me to see um, my two week old nephew, even though I can't go and cuddle him, which is really sad. Um, I'm able to keep up with my friends in NI. So social media is great. And I think actually in COVID life. Social media has been wonderful as well. You know, we have things like Zoom and we have WhatsApp and, and all these um, different platforms to ring other people and see other people when we can't be together physically. And yet, despite all these really great parts of social media, I think, I mean, studies have shown that increased use of social media is linked to increased feelings of loneliness and isolation. One study in the USA showed that the more time people spent on social media, I think it was two hours or more a day, those people were three times more likely to experience feelings of social isolation and loneliness. And as great as social media is, we only get to see what people post. So usually we only get to see the things that people want us to see. And even when we kind of know in our heads, I know people are only posting the good things of their lives. We're not seeing all of it. Actually, I think the more time we spend in social media, we feel like our lives are actually boring. We feel insignificant, like our life doesn't have a purpose compared to what other people are doing and showing us on their social media platforms. We think that people don't care when we don't get the likes on our pictures or when no one responds to kind of what we're posting on Twitter and Facebook. And we feel left out when we see one of our friends post on their Instagram story that they're having a party or they've had people over for dinner and we never got invited. And I think all of these feelings lead to us feeling that actually... I am lonely and despite being connected to people in so many levels, we don't have that face-to-face contact and those real deep relationships that we can only get by kind of meeting up together and, yeah, seeing people face-to-face. When we feel isolated and lonely, we think social media is going to make us happier when actually what we see is I just need to get on with my life. I just need to kind of do something to post on my social media so people see me having fun and it doesn't deal with this deep feeling of sadness and loneliness that we have inside so yeah it's great but also it increases our loneliness I think
1: absolutely and why do you think we experience these feelings of isolation and loneliness
0: yeah that's a really great question if we think about what the world tells us that we just need to keep going we just need to get a first class degree get a good car get a good job get a good house you know we need to get a good group of friends And then we'll be happy. Then we won't have these feelings of loneliness and isolation or, you know, thinking of social media again. We need to get the most followers and the most likes and then we won't feel like we're all alone. We're not satisfied with those answers. We find that actually, even when we have, I don't know how many followers, like a thousand followers on Instagram actually, we still feel deeply sad and deeply alone. It doesn't change change that fact. And I think, why, why do we get so deeply affected by feelings of loneliness and isolation? And I believe it's because we're yearning for something that we were made for, something that we were created for, which is to be in relationship. When God created us, he made us in his image. And the God of the Bible, the God that we believe in, the God that the Christian Union have been telling you guys about. He is a relational God. So for all of time, God, the Father, God, the Son and God, the Holy Spirit have been in relationship together. And out of their love, um, they created us. They created humans in their image. God wants us to be in relationship with him as well. And that's what we've been created for. It was actually God himself said um, in a book in the Bible called Genesis, he said that it was not good for man to be alone. He's seen that when he created humans. And so he made us not only to be in relationship with him, but to be in relationship with other people as well. Being with others, having friendships, um, having relationships is at the core of who we are. And I think lockdown and, and COVID life has shown us that actually... um. We are made for relationships with people. We aren't made to be by ourselves. Isolation has caused mental health rates to skyrocket, mental health issues to kind of come up in people who have never struggled before. Lockdown's shown us that that we yearn to be with people. We yearn to go over to someone's house for dinner. We yearn to go out for a walk with friends without fear of being stopped by the police. We yearn to just be in community with one another. And I guess you know, when God created the world, when he made humans, we were in perfect relationship with one another and we were in perfect relationship with God himself. However, we broke that relationship with him. We broke our relationships with other people by choosing to honor ourselves above other people, by choosing to fulfill our desires and to go after what I want rather than thinking about what other people want or what God wants. We wanted to satisfy our desires at the cost of other people. And now we see in the world around us that relationships are broken. People kind of, we're all living for ourselves and it's kind of a, I'm gonna choose me over you. I'm gonna make sure I get what I want before you get what you want in our society. And yeah, now we have to live with the consequences of this choice to put ourselves before other people. But I think, you know, even in this broken world where we see that relationships aren't what they are meant to be, everyone still has a craving for friendship and relationship and to be with people and to not be lonely because we were in fact made to be in relationship. Um like I said before, it's at the core of who we are and what we have been made for. And I guess, you know, we could finish this podcast here and you would think, well, that is bleak. And maybe, you know, you're thinking, how, how is God with me in my isolation? How is he good if like relationships with other people are broken and I feel lonely and isolated and my mental health issues are skyrocketing and my friends don't seem to care about me and my family are far away from me when I'm at uni? Where is he in my isolation if he made me to be in relationship with him? And I think that's a really great question to ask. And it's one we have to get to the bottom of.
1: Thank you. So where do you think God fits into all of this? And how can having lo- a loving relationship with him help us?
0: Well, um, you see, I think, you know, we finished off by saying we chose to break that perfect relationship we had with God and with other people. Um because we, we choose to fulfill our own desires like we already chatted about. But I think it's really important to, to let you guys know that God didn't leave us in our mess. He didn't leave us with yeah. like, breaking relationships and not kind of having that community around us. Um, he loves us. He loves you. He loves me so much that he wanted to have that perfect relationship with us again. And he promised that he would send someone to save us from our loneliness, our hopelessness. Um, that we have subjected ourselves to by our wrong choices and actions and that person is Jesus who is God's one and only son. I don't know where you guys are coming from um, I think sometimes we can think of God as a far away figure, we can think of him as someone who doesn't care, or doesn't get what it is to live um, as a human being on earth and yet Jesus came to earth and he knew what it was to be isolated while he was being put to death, taking the punishment that we deserve for our wrongdoings and our wrong choices. While, yeah, while he was being put to death, his best friends deserted him when they thought that they might be arrested and killed too. It was one of his best friends who sold him over to the authorities to be killed for 20 pieces of silver. His family disowns him, and for the first time in all of history, God the Father had to abandon his son and leave him all alone. When Jesus was on the cross, he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You see, we don't just experience isolation and have a God that doesn't understand. Our God completely understands what it is to be isolated. He understands what it feels to be deeply sad and to be deeply alone. And the reason Jesus chose to go through this death, chose to go through the isolation and betrayal of friends, is so that you never have to be abandoned by God, that you can come to believe in what Jesus did on the cross, that you can come to know him and to trust in him and to turn away from those wrong choices of choosing to live for ourselves only and choose to live for Jesus and we can know God personally. We can have that relationship with him again because of what Jesus did on the cross. Until Jesus comes back, we're going to continue to live in a fallen world. We're going to continue to live in a world where our relationships with one another are broken because it's it's a it's not a perfect world. And um, one day Jesus will come and make it new. And you might still feel isolated even if you follow Jesus. He doesn't promise us feelings of great joy all the time, but he does promise to be with us always. And I think it's important um, for us to know when we feel isolated that actually God sees us, he loves us, and he wants to know us. He wants to be in relationship with you. Um, we can know that God is always with us. He promises that he will never leave us. And um, we can cry out to him with our frustrations and our worries and sadness and anger, and he can take it. Um, I don't know if you guys own a Bible. If you do, I encourage you to go and read the book of Psalms. And we can see lots of people crying out in anguish and frustration to God, especially when they feel lonely and like he's not there. I think it's also important to to know that when we turn to follow Jesus, when we when we decide that living for him is better than living for ourselves... We aren't just saved and left by ourselves in isolation. God has saved everyone who follows him into his family, which we call the church. And church has been a haven for me during coronavirus times. Um, Every Wednesday night, I Zoom my small group and we open up the Bible together and we chat about life and we have a laugh and we share our frustrations and our worries. Um, And we bring all of these things to God in prayer Having people who know all of me, know my sin and my shame, my good parts and my struggles and still love me is a wonderful gift that I've been given. God knows that we wouldn't be able to follow him by ourselves. And so he's given us a community of people who aren't perfect, but people who this side of Jesus coming home will be there for us and their great encouragement and a great community. Um, I think for me, following Jesus helps me when I feel lonely and isolated because I know that I can trust him. I know that this world is not my final home. I know that this world is broken and fallen and I believe that there is a new creation to come where sadness and loneliness and isolation will never be known or felt. In this time of COVID, I have found real hope and joy and peace in knowing that this world is not the end, that actually there is a new world and a new creation to come where Jesus will be and that is my home. Um, So while I cannot hug people, while I cannot get on a plane and go see my mum and dad in Northern Ireland, while I cannot drive up to Newcastle upon Tyne and meet my new little nephew, while I cannot meet with my church family and sing with them, while I cannot have my friends over to my new, well, it was new in August 2020 house, and make them food and play board games and while I am lonely I find that the Bible, the God that the Bible speaks about, my saviour Jesus, is the only place where I can know true joy, true hope, true contentment and true belonging.
1: Amazing. Do you have any practical tips for both Christians and non-Christians to help us all deal with this loneliness and isolation?
0: Yeah, I think the first point I want to make is, um, you know, I've seen from a professional point of view how isolation and loneliness can affect your mental health. And I think, yeah, it's so important if, if you feel yourself struggling, if you notice that, you know, you're having thoughts that are not helpful and thoughts that are scary, that it's really important for you to reach out to other people, but most importantly, it's really important for you to reach out to professionals who can help you. Yeah, it could be your family, reach out to a trusted friend, your GP, the Samaritans, and other mental health charities. If this is you, please find someone to help you um, and know that people care about you. You're seen, you're known, you're loved, and there's support out there for you. So, definitely, if you're struggling with mental health issues as a result of your isolation and loneliness, reach out. I think number two is something all of us can do. Everybody's in the same boat at the moment, not being able to meet people, seeing people through a screen, feeling weary and alone. We're coming up to a year of lockdown nearly, basically. (laughs) So I think sending a message um, to people, writing a card. I love getting posts. And I think when someone writes you a personal card, it can really pick up your day. and Check in on your friends, see how they're doing. Like, Everybody is saying, we're all in this together. So let's make sure that we kind of hold each other up and support each other. It might even be buying someone a little gift to know that they're thought of and you love them. Um, I'm a massive believer of finding out someone's favourite chocolate bar and randomly bringing them their favourite chocolate bar because everybody loves chocolate, I think. If you don't, I'm sorry for you. (laughs) Um, I think another one is to go for walks outside. Often... Being stuck inside can really impact our mental health and make us feel lonely, especially if you find yourself living in halls or maybe in a house where you're struggling. Get outside. And often when we go on walks, we might not be able to meet up with people or meet up with a group of people to go for a walk. But we can see other people in real life and not through a screen. And that can be a way to lift our weary, lonely souls, I think, just getting out and seeing people and being in the fresh air. Another thing I would suggest is to try and create a schedule, have a structure to your day. And um, I think it can be really easy to just think, oh, another day, I'll just stay in my pyjamas, stay in bed, watch Netflix, do some uni work. But I'm not going to kind of have a structure. Um, I'd really encourage you guys to um, set, even if it's setting a goal of getting up by like 9 a.m., that might be quite early for students. I don't know <laughs> I get up at a quarter to six every day <laughs> so but like you know if it's setting an alarm for 9am to get a shower and get dressed and then be productive often even just getting out of bed and getting ready for the day can can set us off to feel like we have purpose and we can do stuff and be productive which can massively impact our mood and also our feelings of loneliness and worthlessness. yeah I would say I mean, if you're listening to this, you might have a friend from the Christian Union or you might have just found this and are interested in this topic. Um, but joining groups online is a really great thing to do at this time to feel like there's other people around you. Uh, there's lots of different groups you could join. I'm going to plug the Christian Union. Um, being part of a community, yeah, even if it's a virtual one, is one way in which you can reduce your feelings of isolations at this time. What a joy it is, that Royal Holloway. Um, Christian Union are putting on these events this week but it's not just this week that they're around Um, if you're interested in finding out more about this Jesus that I've talked about today finding a community to new people I'm sure that they would love to connect with you they can provide the details for their social media platforms and what they're up to but the CU would love to meet you guys even if it is virtually at the moment the CU again should be able to direct you to this but joining a church can be another way of meeting people. Um, If you're a Christian student listening to this and kind of haven't got a church at uni yet, I would really encourage you to kind of get stuck in and and meet people from different stages of life. And also just to be with people who, yeah, want to love one another and want to serve one another. Um, If you're a non-Christian, you'd be so welcome at church as well. UCCF, so a charity that works with Christian unions, last month in January for Mental Health Awareness Month put together a long list of resources and experiences of mental health um, and there's lots of contact details there um, for people that you can reach out to and also just some encouragement to um, keep going and to yeah some tips of how you can help each other in these coronavirus times as well. Yeah I think they're like my top top five or six tips there.
1: Thank you so much Gemma that's amazing advice you've just given everybody. If you have any questions about this podcast that if there's any topics that have been raised and you want to know more about or if you just have any questions about faith Gemma will be our final guest on Gorilla Christian so we really recommend that you tune into that and you can find out more details on our Instagram or it will be live streamed on our YouTube. Once again, thank you so much, Gemma, for your time and for talking about God in isolation and loneliness. Um, yeah, goodbye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us for our final episode of Is God Still Listening? If this podcast has left you with any questions, we'd love to invite you to our grilla Christian event on Friday the 19th of February. This is a great opportunity for you to ask our three podcast guests any questions you might have about faith or about the topics that we've covered today. Alternatively, if you'd like to chat or read the Bible with one of us, please get in touch with us via our Instagram at rawhollowaycu. That's at rawhollowaycu. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.